Hello and good day. This is the Bible Bard. My bard is a storyteller who recites traditional texts associated with a particular oral tradition, and I'm here to recite and to amplify what the literature of the Bible says about who is God and who are human beings. Here's the place we are at today. Let's review topics we've discussed and then talk about the future. In the first 14 podcasts, the Bible Bard has done an inductive search of the Bible to see what it says about who is God. We learned the following. Uh, after the introduction, we learned that God is not human, that there are no other gods than the Bible's God, that God knows everything, he's omniscient, that God lives everywhere at the same time, he's omnipresent, that God has unlimited power, he is omnipotent. God has positive and negative emotions, and that God is just and righteous. We also learned that God is a spirit, God is holiness. We understood what unholiness is according to the Bible. We learned God is love and that God is faithful. We'll examine, of course, other teachings about God later. However, this is a set of some of God's major attributes and now that we've found these statements from the Bible about who is God, and we've put them together, we can draw some inductive conclusions. God has some attributes, of course, that are complete, completely alien to humanity. He's present in the past, in the present, and he's present in the future. He lives outside of and beyond time. God is present in Australia, Alaska, Botswana, Canada, Denmark, and everywhere else at the same time. He's present beyond the farthest star. It is difficult for humans to relate to a God who possesses divine attributes like this. But God has other attributes humans can relate to, like his emotions and feelings. The Bible Bard provides simple texts that describe God as a being who is a full personality without human failings. God is never mean, cruel, foolish, or thoughtless. God is morally perfect without any hint of darkness or evil. And the center of God's being is love. And all love in the universe is derived from him. Finally, God always keeps his word. He is faithful to do what he says. So his justice and righteousness is perfect and without fault. This is the picture of God from the Bible. This is from the text we have read. They are very simple and clear. And there's no misunderstanding of what they say. Uh, but this picture of God is in sharp contrast to the way God has been described, mostly by people who've never read the Bible itself. As a famous atheist stated, do you have to read up on leprechaunology before disbelieving in leprechauns? The Bible bard disagrees with the intent of this witticism. If you haven't read the thoughts of Einstein, you would look foolish at a conventional physicist rejecting his formula E equals mc squared as bad thinking. Rejecting the Bible's God without knowing what this literature, literature says is much more foolish. It's just plain stupid. No one can argue that the text does not literally say what I've quoted it as saying using the new international version. The only problem is ideology. Interpreting the text based upon some human idea or presumptions that presuppose what this means or that means 
And these thoughts are not part of the literal text we've read. The Bible Bard insists that these statements I recite interpret themselves. Your own reading is enough to understand the text. Some might suggest that the Bible is a mystical text, by which they mean that what it states is not what it means. Such interpreters want you to deliver your ability to read, think, and understand up to them. They want to tell you what it says. They might argue that the statement, God is love, is to be interpreted as meaning God is a principle of love, not a person who feels love in his heart. They might assert that if another text quotes God as stating he is jealous or angry, that text must be a mistake because you can't have a God of love if he ever gets angry, because love is a principle. This is nonsense. My mother got mad at me a lot, but she still loved me. Of course, the spiritualization of the Bible's words to make them agree with human ideas is the nonsense of those with an agenda. They want you to be like them, to think like them. The Bible Bard doesn't offer any secret interpretation to any verse. Read or hear the verse, use your own language skills to decide what it means. The Bible's thoughts presented here have no secret meaning. Look at the list of 14 attributes we've already shared that we've derived directly from Bible texts. There's not a single verse in the Bible that contradicts the thoughts expressed in that list. But in a negative way, here's the point. If we don't like the idea of a spirit person as God, we're at liberty to reject the Bible's clear statements of his personhood. If we don't like the idea of a divine person who knows everything or is all-powerful or is present everywhere at the same time, we can blindly declare that there is no God, or we can embrace the idea of a transcendent God who is not a person. Other religions offer these possibilities. The Bible Bard exists so you can hear what the Bible says for itself. The Bible Bard does not insist that you believe what I believe or think what I think or do what I do. Make up your own mind whether you agree with the Bible's pronouncements. This is the way the Bible Bard works. Brief recitations, closely focused, no distractions, no rabbit trails. Send the Bible Bard any questions or remarks you care to offer to BibleBardUS at gmail.com. Glad to hear from you. Thanks in advance for following and sharing content from the Bible Bard community. Thanks for listening.